2: now
3: Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: When I called out Fox Corp live on air in June of this year, a lot of people were asking me, how widespread is this censorship and mischief and shaky dealings in the company? Does it, you know... The Houston arm of the Murdoch empire, is it just there or is it elsewhere? Is it, is it in Fox News? Is, is Tucker Carlson infected? A lot of people asked about Tucker Carlson. I want to address Tucker Carlson today. Um, look, it is widespread across all, all of the uh, Murdoch local arms. You know, C- Carrie Lake uh, was also a Fox Corp employee at Fox Phoenix. Sadly, journalism has changed a
0: lot since I first stepped into a newsroom. And I'll be honest, I don't like the direction it's going. I was Fox Houston,
4: and then we just had Fox Seattle's Brandi Cruz ditch the company. I no longer believed that
0: I could work for them and also work for you.
4: They canceled her show when she was the one show that actually uh, gave some non-extremist leftist (laughs) coverage. And, the, and Fox Corp cancels it. So we're going to talk about uh, Tucker Carlson today and whether he is impact, impacted. Now, I was invited to an event last December, exactly a year ago, where Tucker Car- Carlson spoke. And I sat there and listened to his hour-long speech. I was actually just standing at the back of the room. And it just brought me to tears because he was speaking every thought that was going through my mind like he was on the exact same page of as me of all the insanity in this pandemic and the extreme concern and the fact in and he it was basically a speech of calling out the corporation the whole time without naming fox he was just laying in to corporate loyalty and sit in in calling out corporate loyalty it's a fascinating speech we're going to show some segments from that speech and uh Talk about what appears to be, you know, I I think Tucker is doing amazing work, but that he is also, appears to be, holding himself back to a certain extent on certain topics in order to, uh, I'm guessing, protect himself from the corporate bosses to a certain extent. So we're going to get into all of that. Now, before we do, i got to shout out the sponsor of today's video, which is glow with ivory. A new study is highlighting some important facts about our wrinkles. In this study women were asked how their mood would change if they looked younger. 31% of those women said they would feel more confident while 15% said that they would feel more like themselves. 11% said they'd feel more relaxed while 9% said They would be happier. Our confidence is directly tied to our appearance. Unfortunately, wrinkles and sagging skin can hold us back from reaching the true happiness we deserve. This is why I highly recommend Glow with Ivory. Uh, So many people couldn't believe the effects of the rejuvenating serum. Uh, Within no time, their skin felt smoother and firmer. It also helped reduce the appearance of visible signs of wrinkles like sagging skin, crow's feet, and more. Uh, so more th- more importantly if you don't see results in as little as seven days you can get a full refund. So if you want to help restore your youthful glow you'll love glow with ivory. get up to 38% off for the next 24 hours by going to glowwithivory.com glow com link in description. okay so a year ago today I was invited. Not not today today, but it was the weekend before Christmas. I was invited to Florida to attend Turning Point USA. I'd never attended a Turning Point event, but I... Every single day of my uh, of the second half of 2020, I was racking my mind about how to get out of Fox and what to do next. And a friend said, if you go to Turning Point, it's going to be great networking. So I uh, reached out to Turning Point. They're like, yes, 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 come. We, we love you. We want you to be one of our uh, influencers or whatever. And I was like, well, I can't necessarily do that until I leave Fox, but I'll be happy to go. So go to Turning Point and start networking with people and there was Tucker Carlson on stage. And he went on to give a speech that I could just relate to way, way too much. And he was basically, as far as I could, he was calling out Fox without saying their name, as well as other big corporations like Google, and the dangers of these huge concentrations of power at the top. I mean, it was clear Tucker sees the oligarchy, uh, which is the tip top uh, business owners and government officials and that whole crony system at the tip top and in, it's no longer about the left and right, left versus right it's, it's about the, the tip top oligarchy kings versus us regular people
5: I used to see the world in terms purely left and right and I was and will remain on the right But I'm starting to think that's not exactly the way I need to understand what's happening in the world. Maybe it's a matter of the big versus the small, the powerful versus the powerless, the corporate versus the independent. And that's another way to put it. The good versus the bad. People want to think for themselves versus the people who want to demand you think the way they tell you to think. Maybe that's what it's actually about. So then I reassessed a lot of the things that I think... Are the worst about american society and i began to realize those things aren't necessarily left-wing values they're corporate values so if you're running a company what do you want obedient workers you want people whose first loyalty is to you who show up on monday morning who work through the weekend who give you their all who give you their lives and in return you give them a paycheck but you give them no loyalty and no promise of long-term commitment. It's a it's a continuous one-night stand. You're just hooking up. You're being used.
4: So there I am after three and a half years at Fox Corp, working my way up, and I'm like, gosh, this company does not care about me or the viewers, does it? They are willing to throw me by the wayside if my actual journalism work, covering facts on the ground, doesn't align with their narrative, that they want to manipulate the viewers into believing. And then I go, and listened to Tucker, and he's saying, yeah, the company does not care about you. You know. <laughs> and I was like, gosh. <laughs> and he's like, look, uh, small is always better than big. And who really cares about you are about eight people in your inner circle.
5: These are the people who are actually on your side. Who are going to loan you money or let you sleep on the couch or talk you through a tragedy in your own life? Those are the relationships that matter. They're the only relationships that matter. And they're almost never the relationship you have with your employer if you work for a huge company. I'm sorry, it's just true. So, what you're seeing, what you're seeing, and you see it up and down American society, is the triumph of the values of those people over the values. That we hold.
4: And then he went on to essentially say that large corporations are extremely dangerous. They're uh, the big threat.
5: Be distrustful of concentrations of power. They can be easily misused. This is like a basic life point that we seem to have forgotten. They can be easily misused and often are. So if something is enormous, it's a threat to you. Period. Whether it's a giant boulder you're standing under for your Christmas card picture that could topple over and flatten you, or whether it's Google the largest and most powerful company in human history.
4: I'd been thinking a lot of that time about, you know, the importance of following your heart versus following the corporation's lockstep orders. And uh, Tucker touched exactly
5: on that. No amount of money and no amount of praise from the world's dumb people, no amount of fake awards, the stupid little merit badges they give, the Pulitzer Prize! The Nobel Prize. I got a Rhodes scholarship. Oh, shut up. It doesn't mean anything. I got it at Princeton. Oh, be quiet. None of that means anything. And none of that is worth betraying what you know to be true. Like, that is that is real. None of that. I don't care how much they pay you. I don't care how many of your friends on Facebook think it's cool for you to repeat the lyrics to their songs when you don't believe them. I don't care. It is not worth it never betray your conscience
4: and that's everything that i was grappling with i was like wow they want to prop me up uh and and give me all these awards they they told me what an honor it is that they have me covering the top stories every day and why on earth would i would i threaten that by challenging what they're telling me to do every day
0: you're the lead reporter the lead story is a big deal and it it, it shows that management has a lot of faith in that journalist and you often as a lead reporter and we give you big stories and you deliver on many many times so you need to look at that side of this coin and understand that that's what we're trying to tell you
4: just abide by the orders ivory and you will be cherished and held up uh, even if the orders are not journalism. It's
0: not just about the viewers. It's about what our CEO reads. It's about what our GM reads. And like said, it's not about the viewers right now. Your post will be about news and will be about things that we determine are safe
4: news. None of these awards you want to give me or, or positions you want to put me in are worth, uh, uh, you know, be cowering to your threats to abide by your narrative. Um, And that's that's everything that I was thinking every single day. And then I hear Tucker saying the exact same thing.
5: The most upsetting trend, from my perspective, in a company full, a country full of upsetting trends, is this idea that I'm going to get married and have kids after I'm a success at work. Because like the people at work are going to like help you succeed so you can get married and have kids and leave the company? Yeah, I don't think so. No. They're going to get what they can from you. And maybe they're nice people, maybe they're not, but their interests are not the same as your interests.
4: He went on to tell the audience that the people on TV want your ratings. They don't love you.
5: A lot of the people who are on TV, and trust me, I know them all, who claim they really love you, they don't know your last name. They don't know your first name. They don't love you. They may agree with you. They may want your help, your support, your ratings.
4: And by the way, they want your ratings because they are the pawns of the corporation who needs your ratings and it, if that face on TV is not getting the ratings, then that face gets fired and the next pawn gets put in place. So they're all arms of each other just getting the corporation its ratings and the corporation's interests or whatever its elite interests are.
5: But they definitely don't love you! Trust me, I know them! So, take stock of the people who do love you and focus all your attention on them. Every night, every night at like five, I get a cup of coffee, I pad to the kitchen, I get a cup of coffee, and then I go back to my bedroom where I have a desk, the dogs are there, my wife's coming in and out, and I start writing the script. Every night, five nights a week.
4: Now, this part, I was like, who the heck is he talking about? Because it sure seems like he's talking about. His Fox bosses.
5: The ones who are trying to get me to repeat things that I don't believe. The ones who are forcing me or trying to to lie in public. The ones who are getting me to dance like a monkey. I
4: was like, oh my gosh. Is Fox doing to him?
6: Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil
2: No
1: fighterflare.com
5: Some of the things they ask you to do are so preposterous, the only explanation is they want to see if they can make you do it.
4: Someone is getting the news people to say things that they don't believe in in order to control the public, to see how much they can get the public to do things that are absolutely absurd. But if the news crew is cooperating with the camera on them, they can make people do whatever they want.
5: I wonder if we can get the public to do this. Yeah. Can we get him, you know, not just wear masks in elevators, fine. Can we get a guy who's on a kayak, alone, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, to wear a mask? As if he's going to get infected by the seals. Can we get him, do you think we can, no, we can't make him do that. Come on, are you joking? Oh yeah, we can. Here's what we'll do, we'll arrest him when he gets back on the beach and we'll invite a news crew to film it so everyone else will know, you better do exactly what they tell you to do or you're going to jail. Not, and by the way, I'm not minimizing COVID. I'm highlighting what's actually going on, which is a legitimate tragedy leveraged for the personal power of a small group of people. I mean, obviously.
4: So how do, how do you get out of that? How do you get out of that control? Um, the people at the top manipulating the media, controlling the media to say things they don't believe to, in order to threaten the public to do things they don't believe. Basically stop caring what those people think and just start being free. You just have to act out your freedom.
5: The only way we're going to live in a free country is if the people who live in the country act like it's a free country. Only you can be free and make yourself free. And the only way you do that is by living as a free person, period. And if you have to take less money or move to some place you've never been before in order to do that you should do that don't play along i'm sure i'm gonna wreck the light probably like three people in this audience were like yeah i'm gonna do that it's a huge risk to do that i hope there are more than three because i really really mean it
4: and i was one of them i mean i was all i was already like i'm gonna do that before that but I was like, yeah, dude, you're hitting it out of the park right now. I am going to do that.
5: What it really takes is just small acts of personal courage and conviction. Like, no, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not going along with that. I don't need to get in your face. I don't need to give you some long... I mean, I talk to people all the time who are like, well, I would speak up, but I'm not... You know, I don't know the issues very well, or I'm not super articulate. And fine, I mean, that's okay. But it doesn't take some long soliloquy. You don't have to stand on a desk and be like, you know four score and seven years ago. You don't have to do that. Often it's enough of like, no, I I can't do that. I'm sorry. I just don't believe that. And I'm not going to pretend that I do. You know, that's that's all it takes. And you don't need to be confrontational about it. You don't need to be a jerk or be loud. I mean, some of the most powerful examples through history, which I, I know you're very familiar with, have been quiet people who just refuse to obey at a certain point because it's too much. Like, if you have a contract at a TV network and you're lying, why are you doing that? You're under contract. You can say whatever you want, and you should. You should say exactly what you think, period. Like, again, back to the life is short thing. Like, it's, life is way too short to pretend you think something you don't. Like, what's the advantage in that? Sucking up to the mob and being like, no, oh, really, I'm on your side? Spare me. They're going to eat you in the end anyway. Be a man. Tell the truth.
4: Well, first of all, most TV news people know that they can't say whatever they want. I mean, my Fox boss has personally told me that I need to basically walk this tightrope of sharing opinions about some things, but no opinions about other things. And, uh, you know, facts are always good. They they used to say up to 2020. Suddenly in 2020, certain facts could get me fired, too. And so this, this is the place that we're in, you know. And a lot of news people uh, definitely feel pressured into lying and, oh, you know, omitting. The biggest thing is omitting truths, like giant swaths of facts that we're just going to pretend don't exist and uh, groups of people we're going to pretend don't exist. Um, and uh, that is cowardly. And, and Tucker addresses this, and you are, you are paid to supposedly tell the truth, even if your bosses don't like that truth, if, you have, if you're a real man or a real woman, you need to be on air speaking that truth anyway. You know, you, you can this is a free country, you can say whatever you want, but the reason news people do lie or, or deceive or omit is because they know there is a real chance of getting fired. They see their, their colleagues get fired all the time. So again, Lou Dobbs, leading the ratings at Fox Business, got fired out of the blue after there was criticism of, of his election coverage. So it does happen all the time. And uh, But Tucker is basically saying, screw it. You need to keep your first loyalty to your own small group and speak those facts. Be a man, tell the truth. And... Um, regardless of what happened. and if the company throws you by the wayside so be it basically which he admits it's easier for him to say at his it his age 51 with a tip-top successful career uh, but he was trying to encourage the young people to be that way as well and i honestly entered when i became more spiritual in 2019 i entered that place where was like you know all of these uh superficial identities end of the day, like, oh, my position at this corporation is not what really matters in this fleeting life. We're all going to die. And it was just fascinating to me. I was like, Tucker's talking about this too. He was talking about, you know, the fleetingness of life and that we're all going to die and we need to start really acting like we're living because life's going to go by in the blink of an eye. So stop wasting time. It's the worst thing that you can waste. Um, He said he doesn't regret wasting money, he regrets wasting time. It goes by so quick. The job of journalism definitely changed for me as a Fox employee in the middle of the pandemic in 2020. And, you know, Ed Henry relayed a very similar story to me about being told not to ask certain questions as a journalist. You shouldn't be uh, banned from asking the people's questions as a journalist. But uh, that happened for both Ed and me. uh, It's apparently happening for lara logan and uh now tucker carlson i don't know why he's not continuing to cover uh the developments as far as election anomalies when there's there's been um pretty significant things uncovered in arizona and wisconsin oh my gosh yet he's keeping his lips zipped about this now i admit i haven't watched tucker every single day but a friend of mine has and she told me, quote, Tucker has not said one word about Arizona or election anomaly stuff. And, yes, I watch him every single day since since surgery. Uh, so big developments happened uh, just recently in Wisconsin in regards to just what appears to be just recklessness as far as e- election um, anom- anomalies or integrity goes. I have to be uh, careful about what I say on YouTube. But... Why isn't Tucker continuing to zone in on this very sacred, uh, one of the most important topics as a journalist, uh, when he said that we need to uh, back in last November?
5: Going forward, we need to find out exactly what happened in this month's presidential election. We need to find out no matter how long it takes the investigation to unfold or how much it costs.
4: Now, the Fox bosses seem to be changing and uh, controlling what we could and couldn't say and I don't know if that has to do with it. Uh, and he, he has entered this uh, strange uh, unique chess match where he can't push those uh, constraints of the Fox bosses too much or he might lose his job completely. Um, so they allow him to really hit certain topics head on that the other mainstream's not touching. so he's grateful for that and he'll keep himself limited on other things. seems to be that way now. Now Rupert Murdoch, He quoted Rupert Murdoch in January of 2021.
5: This weekend Rupert Murdoch, the man who started this company, won an award from a foundation in the UK. And here's part of what he said when he accepted it, quote, For those of us in the media, there is a real challenge to confront, a wave of censorship that seeks to silence conversation, to stifle debate, to ultimately stop individuals and societies from realizing their potential. This rigidly enforced conformity, aided and abetted by so-called social media, Is his straitjacket on sensibility?
4: It it, it just seems like Rupert understood journalism, understands journalism. Now he's getting extremely old. Lachlan's taken over, and the company is changing. But, uh, I don't know. I hope that Tucker sticks to his guns. And, um, is a man, tells the truth. I think he does. But, yeah, if if Fox loses Tucker or fires him, it's going to hurt them immensely. I do like that he has, uh, been pretty level-headed as far as the whole getting it in the arm thing. I mean, just uh, this month, just in uh, in December of 2021, talking about, well, look, because so many people who've gotten in the arm are still getting sick, it appears that if, at best, this is an experimental health supplement, the thing you're getting in your arm, you know, we we can't call it a uh, V word because it it doesn't prevent, obviously it doesn't prevent or keep you from spreading it to others so it's not the v word but it's an experimental health supplement at best which is a pretty level-headed remark in regards to what's going on Um, so I'm glad that he's at least able to say that meanwhile Fox News is putting out official PSAs in regards to you must get it in the arm Um, yeah they're making their other anchors do these PSAs pushing the needle on you but at least Tucker is, is sticking to his guns and being level-headed about that. I hope he stays level-headed about everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, Fox doesn't want to lose him. He's the number one rating earner. Yeah, recent ratings showed that uh, over 2.4 million people tune in to his time slot. Fox News, on average, is 1.3 million views, which means the other shows get dramatically less views than him as well as Hannity and Laura Ingram. Laura, Laura Ingram's been really solid about covering uh, real, real treatment for the illness as far as well as the needle um, stuff that the other mainstream outlets act like doesn't even exist. So, Laura's been phenomenal about that, having Peter McCullough on a lot. Um, as far as those guys, they win the ratings. Him, Ingram, and Tucker. Or him, Ingram, and, uh, and Hannity. And Fox does not want to lose them, uh, even though I know that they are talking about all the things that the new Fox bosses hate. Um, in, in you know, there's a list of new Fox bosses. Uh, you know, Shari 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 Burke is uh, is one of the big Fox Corp bosses who she she works in the same building as Tucker, uh, but she was the boss of my boss in Houston, so my boss would have to do weekly calls with Shari in New York. And uh, Shari would re- regulate tightly what's going on down in Houston is basically what I'm told. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's her making some of the on the narrative in Houston. And uh, it, who knows? But these are all these are uh, there's a lot of newer Fox bosses who have come in just in the last few years who are changing the company compared to. Uh, what it was when Rupert Murdoch founded it in 1996.